Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, Bitcoin position, guess what? For a major move up, as Bitcoin could soon flag a big reversal signal, according to crypto strategists, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis. Also in today's show, 3 Arrows Capital co-founder says the Digital Currency Group and FTX conspired to attack Terra and Luna. That's right, the co-founder of the bankrupt crypto hedge fund, 3 Arrows Capital, has launched a flurry of accusations despite facing legal scrutiny of his own. Also in today's show, Coin Bureau predicts Ethereum Layer 2s will play a dominating role in crypto payments. That's right, the popular crypto analyst says that Layer 2 projects built on the Ethereum blockchain will likely dominate the crypto payment space in 2023. Also in today's show, Gemini's Cameron Winklevoss insists the digital currency group needs to resolve liquidity issues an open letter to Barry Silver. That's right. If you missed it, Winklevoss, the co-founder of the crypto exchange Gemini, published the open letter to Digital Currency Group CEO Barry Silver January 2nd, stating that it has been 47 days since withdrawals from Genesis had been halted. And in the letter, Winklevoss claimed that DCG owes $1.675 billion to Genesis. Silver, however, responded on social media, denying the claim. I'll be breaking this down for you. Also in today's show, SBF. He pleads not guilty in federal court on all counts. The former FTX CEO faces eight criminal counts in the United States, which could result in up to 115 years of prison time should he be convicted. Also in today's show, crypto analyst Mikhail Van de Pop predicts over 110% rally for the king crypto this year and shares his outlook. He also predicts that in 2024 to 2025, we see a massive bull cycle with Bitcoin entering 250 to $300,000 per coin. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome to today's episode of Crypto News Alerts. This is pod episode number 1153. I'm your host, JV. And guess what? The entire crypto market is in the green. As you can see right here, we got Bitcoin up over 1% for the day, trading above $16,800. We got Ether up almost 4%, trading back above $1,200. We have BNB up almost 5%, trading at $256. And as you can see in the forest screen, we have Cardano up over 5%. 
as well as Ethereum Classic and Near Protocol and checking out coinmarketcap.com. You can see the current crypto market cap sitting just above $820 billion with the volume finally back on the rise at $32 billion and the Bitcoin dominance on the decline at 39.5% with the Ether dominance at 18.7%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, Near Protocol leading the pack up 20% trading at $1.61, followed by Ether Classic up 18% trading at $18.72, followed by Lido Dow up about 16% trading at $1.41, and below that we have Ave and Compound, and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the week. Finally, a sea of green for the alts, which is long overdue, Lido Dow leading the pack up 45%, Solana up over 30%, and Bit also up over 41%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, which is one of my favorite indicators. You can see we're currently rated a 29 in fear, yesterday at 26, last week at 28, and last month a 26 in fear. So thus far this year, we have been stuck in fear. With that being shared, welcome once again to everyone tuning in. Today is January 4th, 2023, and thank God the new year is here. Let's now dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis. Check it. A closely followed crypto strategist says one crucial technical indicator could signal the end of the Bitcoin bear market. Crypto analyst Kevin Svensson tells his 120,000 Twitter followers that Bitcoin's weekly relative strength index, known as the RSI, which measures the ratio of down moves to up moves, is close to taking out its diagonal resistance, indicating the Bitcoin bulls are starting to gather some momentum. Let's freaking go. Bitcoin very close to a possible bullish weekly RSI breakout. That would end the two-year-long RSI resistance downtrend. Are the green candles coming sooner than we think? And he also accompanied it with this chart. Now check it. In a new video update, he explains the importance of a potential RSI breakout, quoting him here. Now, this is possibly one of the most pivotal points for Bitcoin in the entire bear market thus far. According to the analyst, a weekly RSI breakout could signal a big trend shift for BTC. As he points out here, this RSI signal, if we do get it in the next couple of weeks, could actually change the entire trend Moving forward, now Svensson adds that a weekly RSI breakout also took place towards the end of the Bitcoin bear market in 2018. As he notes here, once you pop above that, that's when things get bullish as shared here in this chart. And with the weekly RSI creeping up, Svensson says the Bitcoin is positioned for a possible major move up. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analyst. Should the RSI take out its long-term resistance, the crypto analyst predicts that Bitcoin could rally to as high as 21 thousand dollars with bitcoin currently changing hands at sixteen thousand eight hundred that means a potential move up of over 25 percent if the king crypto reaches svensson's target and to watch this video analysis he did check the show notes below the video in the description and so there you have it let me know if you are short-term bullish or bearish on the king crypto do you feel we're more likely to get to that target head back towards that psychological resistance of twenty thousand or do you feel we're likely to reach or make a newer low surpassing the current low of 15,700 for this cycle. Which way will the King Crypto likely go? Let me know in the comments right down below, which leads us to our next story of the day. Let's discuss the ongoing saga between Three Arrows Capital co-founder Suzu and the digital currency group and FTX as he says they conspired to attack 
Terra Luna. So Zuzu claims the digital currency group conspired with FTX to attack Luna, the native algorithmic stablecoin of Terra that collapsed back in May of 2022. Quoting Suzu here, they took substantial losses in the summer from our bankruptcy as well as Babel and other firms involved in GBTC, which is the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. They could have calmly restructured then. Instead, they fabricated a left pocket, right pocket, callable promissionary note that magically filled the hole. This is like a kid losing at poker and saying, I am fine. My dad will pay you. Let me keep playing. But if your dad is actually yourself, they like FTX proceeded to misdirect for months using various methods to attack us and also not have anyone ask the hard questions, which is how did Genesis fill the hole? They, like FTX, spent six months taking more deposits while insolvent and hoping the market goes up. Now, Three Arrows Capital is reportedly facing legal scrutiny of its own with the U.S. SEC and the Commodities Future Trading Commission, which is the CFTC, looking into the possibility that the company committed violations for failing to register with the agencies and misleading investors about the state of its finances. The embattled firm went bankrupt back in July of last year. Now, Digital Currency Group, DCG, faces liquidity issues after one of its subsidiaries, crypto lender Genesis, suspended withdrawals due to the bankruptcies that hit the crypto industry last year, which we're going to be diving a little deeper here in a moment. But before we even get there, next, I want to break down our next uh, story of the day and discuss some Ethereum layer twos as per Coin Bureau, who says are going to be pretty dominant for payment systems in 2023. So I thought this was interesting to break down and share here. Popular crypto analyst says layer two projects built on the Ethereum blockchain will likely dominate the crypto payment space this year. In a new YouTube video strategy session, synonymous analyst of Coin Bureau, his host, goes by the name of Guy, tells his 2 million subscribers that using crypto for payments will become more popular this year. Quoting him here, my fifth crypto prediction for 2023, that's that crypto payments will become more common. This will again be due to a combination of better uh, front ends, regulatory clarity, increasing liquidity, and most importantly, an increase in scalability that finally makes the crypto payments feasible. Guy says that layer twos will play a critical role in the increasing adoption of crypto payments. Layer twos are crypto projects designed to increase the number of transactions per second that a smart contract can possess. And now let's briefly touch upon these layer twos. Here's a couple of examples. One of them for the Ethereum blockchain is Polygon slash Matic, which makes scalability possible by reducing the fees and making the transactions that much faster as the gas fees on the Ethereum blockchain are still to this day pretty outrageous. And also there's tons of different uh, layer two solutions. So let's actually quote Guy uh, right here uh, back in the video. Check it. This prediction comes from a series of headlines I saw over the summer about Ethereum founder Vitalik saying how layer twos on Ethereum will power crypto payments. This makes sense given that Ethereum is the most secure base layer to have for a payment system besides Bitcoin. Very big besides there. He says that the rise of layer two dominance with crypto payments is more likely with the upcoming upgrade to the smart contract platform Ethereum. The planned Ethereum improvement proposal 4844 is meant to improve the blockchain scalability using shard blob transactions, which I covered in great detail on yesterday's episode. Quoting him here, moreover, developers will be implementing Ethereum improvement proposal or EIP 4844. 
44 sometime next summer. That means virtually around midtime this year. So for those unfamiliar, EIP 4844 will increase the scalability of layer twos on Ethereum by between 10 to 100x. Given that most layer twos already possess thousands of TPS, such an increase will put them on par with Visa as outlined right here. What is the come of Ethereum 2.0? Are you currently bullish or bearish on the leading smart contract platform? And to watch this video, Coin Bureau did entitled Coin Bureau Crypto Predictions 2023, my top 10 list. Check the show notes below the video in the description, which leads us to our next story of the day, which is Winklevoss insisting that the digital currency group, DCG, needs to resolve liquidity issues in an open letter to Barry Silbert. So let's now break this down, shall we? Check it out. Here we go. Gemini co-founder Winklevoss shared open letter on Twitter. How many of you read that open letter? Let me know in the comments below. In hopes that the digital currency group CEO, Barry Silbert's attention, uh, obviously it got his attention. Now Winklevoss says in the letter that he wrote on his behalf of his 340,000 Gemini Earn users. These users are not just numbers on a spreadsheet. They are real people, Winklevoss declared. Basically, Gemini offered Earn users as much as 8% interest on specific digital assets. And it managed to do so because Genesis Global Capital's lending arm was a key partner. That's the open letter that uh, he wrote. Now, however, the FTX contagion spread to Genesis, a creditor in the FTX bankruptcy proceedings, and the company's lending unit halted withdrawals and loan originations in mid-November 2022. So while Genesis was a key partner for Gemini's earned product, it too paused withdrawals that same week. Then the Financial Times published a report that alleged Genesis owed Gemini earned users $900 million. Now, Gemini also formed a creditor's committee to retrieve the funds from Genesis, with Holhan Loki as a financial advisor. Additionally, upset customers are preparing a potential class action lawsuit against Gemini that alleges the exchange of defrauding customers with a bad deal. In the open letter, Winklevoss claims the team tried to solve the issue with Silbert on multiple occasions. And on December 25th, which was Christmas, the, le- <laughs> the letter says that the issue is a mess entirely of your own making as Winklevoss accuses DCG of owing Genesis 1.67 five billion dollars quitting him here every time we ask you for tangible engagement you hide behind lawyers investment bankers and process the gemini co-founder explained in the letter winklevoss further insisted that the funds were used to fuel greedy share buybacks illiquid venture investments and kamikaze grayscale nav trades the gemini co-founder further added it is not lost on us that you have been working desperately to try and firewall dcg from the problems that you created at genesis you should dispense with this fiction because we all know what you know that dcg and genesis are beyond commingled and after winklevoss published his tweet the dcg ceo responded to the claims that were made dcg did not borrow 1.675 billion dollars from genesis silbert tweeted dcg has never missed an interest payment to genesis and is current on all the loans outstanding next loan maturity is may 2023 dcg delivered to genesis and your advisors a proposal december 29th and has not yet received 
any response. And Winklevoss then asked the DCG executive if he would commit to solving this by January 8th, which is four days around the corner, in a manner that treats the $1.1 billion permissionary note as $1.1 billion. And Silbert did not respond to the Winklevoss final tweet about committing to a resolution by that day. The open letter to Silbert also demands that the issue gets resolved by January 8th of 2022. Or obviously must mean 2023, and that is a typo, as obviously we're in 2023. But anyways, the DCG executives last week on December 20 or December 19th, 2022, shared an article about DCG subsidiary Grayscale Investments, possibly providing investors with a tender offer if the Bitcoin Trust Exchange Traded Fund goals failed. That's right. They've been trying to convert their GBTC into an ETF, but they haven't gotten permission by regulators. In that specific tweet, someone asked Silbert how he was doing, and the DCG CEO responded, looking forward to getting this behind us. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding Winklevoss versus Barry Silbert? And who do you think is to blame for these that Genesis earned product with all of these investors losing massive amounts of money? Me personally, I think they should both be held accountable. Obviously, the Winklevoss twins with their exchange Gemini trusted Barry Silbert enough and DCG, the digital currency group. So I think Someone needs to man up and do this, but it seems they're just pointing fingers at each other and nobody wants to be held accountable and or take any responsibility, which is quite sad. But how do you feel this is likely to play out? Now, obviously, this can have devastating effects and impacts of the crypto market, especially considering that the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust has hundreds of thousands of Bitcoin in their possession. So it makes me seem that Barry Silbert doesn't have the liquidity necessary to make the payment, or wouldn't he just make the payment and not make such a big deal about it? But let me know how you feel this is likely to unfold. I'll let you boy in the comments right down below. With that being shared, now for our next breaking story of the day, and that's Sam Bankman-Fried pleading not guilty on all charges in Manhattan. This is wild, but I think we all expected it. Former FTX CEO Bankman Fried has pled not guilty to all criminal charges he is facing related to the collapse of the crypto exchange, including wire fraud, securities fraud, and violation of campaign finance laws. Multiple observers in the U.S. District Court in the Southern District in New York January 3rd, which was yesterday, reported Bankman Fried's attorney had entered a not guilty plea on SBS behalf in his first court appearance since December. Bankman Freed faces eight criminal counts, which could result in up to 115 years in prison should he be convicted. Now, assisting a, a U.S. attorney Daniel Sassoon, one of the prosecutors in the case against the former FTX executive, reportedly said that her team intended to provide SBF's lawyers with documents of evidence within the next two weeks. Reuters also reported that Sassoon was anticipating a four-week trial, which court records showed scheduled for October 2nd, literally buying Bankman-Fried another nine months' time. The former FTX CEO had been under house arrest at his parents' house in California since December 22nd, but returned to New York for the plea hearing. Judge Lewis Kaplan also stipulated that Bankman Fried's bail was contingent on him not accessing or transferring any crypto assets or uh, from FTX or Alameda, likely in response to reports he had moved funds from Alameda wallets while at home, quoting Connell McShane. Sam Bankman-Fried had arrived in court for his arraignment. We are also told his plead of not guilty to all the charges against him. And if you missed that clip of him being surrounded by the press, 
definitely check it out. It was intriguing. He also wore this big backpack, which was interesting. Now, at the same hearing, the judge granted a request from SBF's legal team to redact identifying information, very suspicious, on individuals acting as sureties for his $250 million bond. Bankman-Fried's parents have reportedly been the target of intense media scrutiny, harassment, and threats since posting his bail in December. Now, the prosecution's case against SBF hinges on allegations that he and other FTX executives used assets from the crypto to exchange the fund investments to Alameda Research without the consent or knowledge of users or investors. That's right. They violated their own policy and terms and uh, agreement. The exchange filed for bankruptcy November 11th, which we all know. FTX co-founder Gary Wang and the former Alameda CEO Caroline Ellison, a.k.a. the Harry Potter of the blockchain, <laughs> have already pled guilty to related charges with the latter claiming FTX was a borrowing facility for Alameda from 2019 to 2022. Now, John Ray took over as CEO of FTX amid the bankruptcy proceedings and also spoke to lawmakers in a December hearing exploring the collapse of the firm. So there you have it. How do you think this is likely to play out? And do you think SBF, when he goes to trial, will be found guilty or not guilty? Let me know. Now, obviously, this can play out for years upon years. I think this ultimately buys SBF another nine months time for his lawyers to plot the ultimate strategy to get his butt off of the hook. Obviously, I hope he does actually serve the time if you do the crime, but we'll see how this uh, plays out. With that being shared, now let's dive into the moment we have all been waiting for. A very bullish prediction for the King Crypto this year, rising 110% from the current price. And not only that, but rising parabolic to 300,000 uh, between 2024 and 2025, which is after the next Bitcoin halving, which is the next major event for the King Crypto. So let's break this down. Popular crypto analyst Mikhail Vanepot is laying out his predictions on how Bitcoin could perform this year. He tells his 643,000 Twitter followers Bitcoin could be gearing up for a massive surge in the coming months. Let's go. Quarter one, sideways markets, potential temporary bottom. Quarter two, relief rally on Bitcoin to 30 to 35,000 amongst pause of hikes and inflation coming down. And quarter three, quarter four, recession and crisis kicks in. One final drop on indices. Then 2024-2025, massive bull cycle, Bitcoin to 250, the three hundred thousand dollars let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analyst now suggesting bitcoin could gain over 110 percent should the king crypto reach van day pops quarter two prediction do you feel this is likely to happen but in the short term van day pop thinks bitcoin looks poised for a quick rally bitcoin looks ready for continuation but always difficult to call when u.s opens up tomorrow i'd be chasing the sixteen thousand six hundred area if you're not in a position targets seventeen thousand to seventeen thousand one hundred dollars and as you can see on your screen at the time of this recording. We're currently trading at roughly 16,900, just shy of Van Day Pops current targets. And looking at the alt market, Van Day Pops says that it may be time to accumulate crypto assets other than Bitcoin as they have been languishing in a prolonged bear market. As he shares here, all I hear is the fact that people are saying that altcoins will crash another 50 to 90 percent. From here, they could definitely, it's a bear market, but it is the longest till date for most of the altcoins. It's been 19 months. I wouldn't recommend to start selling here, accumulate. Now, one altcoin on Mandate Pop's radar, a smart contract platform, Phantom, which he says could slightly pull back before launching a rally, as he shares here. I am watching some perspectives here in which it sounds reasonable will continue the rally on alts, especially FTM. Looks great. Liquidity taken and higher high. Retest at 20 cents is an Algro entry, conservative at 20 cents, resistance at 
21 cents cleared to 25 cents, which he outlines in the chart. Now, let me know which altcoins you are currently most bullish on, if any, for 2023. Holla your boy in the comments right down below. And what are your thoughts surrounding Band A Pops target for Bitcoin this year? rising another 110% from the current price and potentially hitting between a quarter million dollars and 300,000 by 2024 to 2025. Also like to point out that billionaire venture capitalist Tim Draper is also predicting a quarter million dollar Bitcoin price before the time of the next halving, which is scheduled to be in 2024. But let me know where you feel the king crypto is likely to go next. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.